My name is Mike Jimenez, and this is The Acquired Taste. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. We're going to have a fantastic show today. Joe Garcia producing today's show. Lots to get into. We are live on YouTube, live on Facebook. We are live on Twitter, now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the iHeart app. Thanks to Joe Garcia, by the way, for doing all of that electronic. I don't know any of that stuff. I just come here and talk. He's the brains behind the operation over here. want to thank everybody for listening. You know, most of the people who listen to the show don't listen when we start at 12 o'clock. In fact, about two-thirds of our listeners, two-thirds of our followers listen later on during the day. So if you're listening at 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, midnight, we love you. Thank you so much for following. Thank you so much for subscribing. Now, for those of you who are watching right now on YouTube, you can leave a comment and we can read them in real time. And don't forget to hit the like button because that helps us out tremendously. We are now just over 300 hours away from being able to monetize this show stage one level when it comes to YouTube. So thank you for those of you who watch on YouTube. But if you're watching us on Facebook, watching us on Twitter, we love you too. But we'd love you more if you watched on YouTube. Uh, it's going to be a fun show today. We were going to have Rhonda DiMartino, the poker professional, today. She has pushed us back to maybe tomorrow or Monday. Uh, she's not feeling well. And she was professional enough to give me a call and let me know about it. So uh, it's not a big-time type of thing. She truly is sick. So that's going to be okay. Going to be okay. Katie Goodman. We're going international today, Joe. We're going international. We're going to have Katie Goodman. Give us a report from the Women's World Cup in Australia. The listeners of this show, the Acquired Taste, helped her get out there by paying for her passport to be expedited. Katie Goodman has a report for us that we'll, we'll play later on in the show. We'll be talking, obviously, about the Spurs because it became official today. The arena has is going to change names, and I like the new name. I really do. Did you see that video of Trayvon Diggs? Oh, yeah. Talking smack to Dak Prescott. It went viral. We got to get into that. And speaking of viral videos, that video of Tim Duncan, Spurs legend, the greatest Spur of all time, one of the five greatest players of all time in the NBA, what he does now that he's retired. He looks amazing on a surfboard. And uh, we'll be asking your questions as well. You know, it's Thursday. We like to get feedback from you. What do you guys want to talk about? I asked that question on Twitter. Lots of good questions already coming in. And don't blame me. This is a Joe thing. It is Thirst Trap Thursday. And Joe wants to revisit the battle of the cell phone hotties. Yeah, definitely. The T-Mobile girl versus AT&T Lily. Yeah, it's either you built for speed or comfort. That's it, man. And we'll also, if we get a chance, talk about Lizzo. Oh, uh, man. Because my daughter, <laughs> my daughter, last night, the one that's in college at LSU, senior over there, she was like, Dad, I think Lizzo got canceled. And that she, might not be a bad thing, man. She thinks Ariana Grande is getting canceled, too. So yeah. there's a lot to get into when it comes to that. And if you haven't heard about that story, it is gross. It pretty, it, and so is Lizzo, is by Cochina. the way. And so is Lizzo. <laughs> it is Cochina. <laughs> but we'll get into that at some point in this show. Again, we're live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, available on Spotify, available on Apple Podcasts and the iHeart app. Joe, I want to thank you, by the way. Yeah. Because you have provided us a platform for all of this. And it's so interesting seeing the people who follow this show because what we see is people gravitate towards one thing or another. I saw the YouTube numbers going down. And I was like, oh my God, we have fewer people listening, fewer people following us. 
No, they just moved over to Spotify. They just moved over to Apple Podcasts. They just moved over to Twitter. So it's funny because we have some people who are diehards on YouTube, but others who just kind of bounce back and forth as to what they're doing. I've had some people reach out to me and say, you know, I can't follow you on YouTube, but I listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, I listen to it on Apple Podcasts. And that is a big, big deal, man. We have a lot of people already reaching out to us already. They're, they're to- already making fun of the names of the center, the AT&T Center. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, you know, I was uh, talking about my daughter, the one who thinks that Lizzo is going to be canceled. She texted me this morning a link to an article mm. about our favorite pop star here at the Acquired Taste, Taylor Swift. I saw that. Yeah. Now, first of all, we did this whole thing about it. A little shout out to her because if you haven't seen the story, she gave her truck drivers $100,000 in bonuses and that totaled $5 million. And everyone was like, oh, round of applause for Taylor Swift. She gave away $5 million, right? That's a lot of money, man. That is a lot of money. But it turns out that was just part of the story. It was just the tip of the iceberg because she gave a bonus to every single employee that was part of that tour. The Eras Tour. The Eras Tour, which is going on and is reviving the economies of several cities because it's going around generating billions of dollars, literally. The bonuses she gave out to all of her employees of this tour totaled $55 million. $50 million plus. And the bonuses were between one hundred and two hundred thousand. dollars depending on what you were doing, whether you were a backup dancer, a driver, if you were a roadie, imagine being a roadie. These people don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Being a roadie and getting a 150 grand or 100 or 200 grand, imagine being in that situation. Dude, whether you like her or not, this woman's a freaking angel. She's taking care of her people, man. That's what you got to do because she probably saw how much they make per hour and she's like, no. Yeah. They work too hard for this, you know? It's believed that Taylor makes over $3 million a show as part of the Eras Tour. So if she gave away $55 million or over fifty, she gave away 17 or 18 concert dates in income is basically what she did. Yeah, but you want to take care of your people, man. And even the biggest of haters are looking at her going, God, man, she is just, she walks the walk and she talks the talk. She does both. And it's so amazing that she did that. So my daughter sent me a uh, link letting us know that, by the way, the Eras Tour might be over in the U.S., at least it is for 2023, because they're going to Europe, but now they're going to come back to the U.S. for Eras Part 2, baby! And there we go. 2024, the Eras Tour continues in the U.S., and she sent me the first three cities that it's going to be at. One of them is going to be New Orleans. My daughter goes to LSU in Baton Rouge. New Orleans, for those of you who don't know, is a one-hour drive from LSU. And that got me thinking because to get these tickets, you have to be on Ticketmaster's wait list. And they want to sell to people. They don't want to sell to these ticket brokers. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to verify that you are who you say you are. So right now I'm in this lottery system. And if I can get tickets for 500 bucks a pop, 600 a pop, I'll do it. Thousand or more? Uh, That might be too much. Joe, how much would you spend for concert tickets, man? Like I was telling you, depending on the concert and where I'm going to be sitting at, I'd probably spend like maybe a thousand, two thousand. But it depends on the experience, how much I really enjoy this band or performer. Right. 
you know, and really it's just a, an overall like experience that you're willing to share with somebody else. Am I going to take the wife? Am I going to take my daughter? Am I going to take my son? Who am I going to share this experience with? Yeah. Is it a, is it a memory that will live on forever? Yeah. Can you look up real fast a Google image, the Las Vegas sphere? Yeah. Now, the Las Vegas sphere is opening up right now in Vegas, and uh, people saw it at the Las at the NBA Summer League that they had over there in Vegas that Wemby played in a few weeks ago. The sphere has its first concert coming up, and it's a residency by U2. Oh, nice, dude. So this is 1.3 million LCD oh, here's a screens good. all around it, right? Yeah. And if you haven't seen it before, we're going to show a, a photo of it right now. We're going to show a little video. It's it. amazing at what it can accomplish. The sphere, I mean, an eyeball. They turn it into a basketball. They turn it into yeah. all sorts of things, make it look like space. It looks out of this world. This looks like something that should have been created in the year 2300, not the year 2023. It was supposed to be done prior to COVID, but because of COVID, they shut it down, right? It was, it was going to be released like in 2022, I think is what they originally wanted. It's massive, dude. And they're building a second one. The second gonna one's going to be in London. It's going to be the exact same one. They're going to have a European version of it in London. So they're copying us when it comes to that. But think about it. Inside that sphere, you have the LCD panels and screens inside as well. And they're going to be charging about $1,500 a ticket. Ooh. To watch you two on a weekend. If you want to watch you two from the cheap seats during the week, about five to seven hundred bucks. Man. So concert tickets aren't the same as you and I growing up, man. These prices have gone up tremendously. But then again, these shows are experiences now. They're not making it so that we're just gonna go see a band perform and yeah. get off the stage. It's like if you were just listening to them on the on a on a you know, streaming service or back in the day, a CD. Right, you know? right. Yeah. And, and and different genres are doing this. Look at Garth Brooks when he does his concerts. Garth Brooks concerts are events. It's not a show. It's an event. Look at what Pink does. Pink floats in the air. Lady Gaga is flying through the air like she's a trapeze artist. It's different. I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars to go see... Somebody perform, and I hate to say this, I'm going to get canceled for this. <laughs> My wife and I fell asleep during a George Strait concert in Las Vegas. Oh, man. Because it was boring. He, he's and, not very mobile, bro. Dude, I love George Strait. I mean, if you played 50 George Strait songs, I bet you I know 48 of them. Word for word. You know, it's in my heart. It's in my blood. And I'm sure that George Strait back in 1985 when the chair came out, you know, full-hearted memory came out. I'm sure it was exciting to watch him then, but to watch him perform now is like watching paint dry. San Antonio is going to cancel me when it comes to that. Texas, South Texas is going to cancel me. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's just not exciting. I'm not going to spend hundreds of dollars to go see a, a troubadour out there, just sing with his guitar. But if it's an, if it's an event, my goodness, I would, I would go. Jonathan C. saying Ticketmaster fees are, are oftentimes more than the actual ticket. It can be. I mean, it's a monopoly. Hate to say that. Uh, Joe reached out saying that uh, took her his niece to go see Taylor Swift at Jerry World. $100 per ticket. Took me 10 hours to buy it, but it was worth it. I hear it's an event, man. It, it's, it's a place to be seen. And I love the fact that in the year 2023, 
this woman going out there and giving every member of her show, every member of her crew, $100,000, $150,000, $200,000 a pop, the lives and the generations that she has changed and molded because of that, it's amazing. Yeah, she's, absolutely she's amazing. Else, man. Now, the opposite's Lizzo. God, man. <laughs> I was going to save Lizzo for later, but let's yeah, it's talk too about early. It's too opposite. early for them. I'm going to <laughs> you know what were, were we gonna do this later or now we're gonna we'll do, it do it right it now, now. We'll it's about damn right time now. you know come on that, that's that's lizzo man, right I ain't, a, I ain't a fan of lizzo man. it's about damn time that's basically how she sings and don't be wrong i find lizzo to be very talented but the accusations being hurled at her right now my daughter asking me the question last night is lizzo going to be canceled well if any of this is true or even 50 percent of it is true She's in trouble. Now, Lizzo is a very, very popular performer. Pop, hip-hop, rap. She's kind of everything. She even plays classical flute, for crying out loud. She's very popular what she does. But because of these allegations, singers like Beyonce are no longer saying her name because there's a song that Beyonce sings where she brings up all these female artists. She is now excluding Lizzo from that list. So something might be up. Lizzo is being accused by her backup dancers and singers of doing some crazy ass stuff. Yeah. Okay. Man, you you can see right now from the graphic what what all that entails. Yeah. So part of the part of it is saying that she, who by the way is a big girl herself, yeah, that she allegedly fat shamed her backup dancers and singers, and that beyond that. She had even said in an interview a while back that she was really excited about these sex shows that go on in Amsterdam and that she wanted to go so bad and that it appears as though she reportedly took her crew out there to go check this out. And I'm not going to get down into the nitty gritty because it's a little bit too much even for this podcast. Yeah, well, we're, as you can see from the graphic we're what gonna was going to do sports, on. pop culture, and nostalgia, but it involves bananas and it involves sex shows just say it that way and now her sex workers with sex workers and now her people are now suing her and lizzo might go the way of kevin spacey might go the way of all these musicians who have been canceled over the years Uh, i know kevin spacey is an actor but still he was acquitted by the way he was acquitted doesn't mean it didn't happen yeah i mean oj simpson was acquitted if the glove don't fit he Mm. must acquit that's exactly it. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of um, you know taken aback by this. There have been a lot of performers out there who have been canceled over the past few years. I know Brendan Urie from Panic of the Disco was recently canceled. Uh, a lot of people wanted to cancel uh, Adam Levine. Is that his name from Oh Five? Man. Yeah, that dude, man. He's just dumb. He should get canceled just being stupid. Yes. I mean, you know, he sings that song, Girls Like You, and then he's out trolling for 17 and his wife, girls, his man, allegedly. His wife's pregnant, and his brother's trying to slide in people's DMs, Okay, man. Maybe it wasn't 17-year-olds, but he was sliding into DMs of very, very young girls that might have been 18, you know, barely legal type stuff going on. Uh, but, you know, that's what they do, man. And And I'm not saying that I wouldn't fault them for that because money changes people. Fame changes people. And well, J- Jeff Garcia, case in point. <laughs> exactly. Top hat and everything. You know, the the lottery this weekend or Friday is what $1.25 billion. If I won that and I got the 
lump sum, which is probably like 500, 500 million, million. Right? Yeah. It's going to change me. I don't care what anybody says. I might say that I'm a nice guy and all of that stuff, but I, it'll change me. It would change me too, Ben. It would change me, I think, for the better because there's only so much you can do with the money. My thing is now that you're, you're getting a little older, what's my impact going to be on the world I leave oh, behind? Oh, no man? one's going to do that, dude. No, I'm being dead serious. Oh, no, no, I get it. And I'm, I not, would, saying, I'm saying that you wouldn't. Yeah. But what I am saying is that there was a comedian named Mitch Hedberg yeah. who uh, made this ongoing joke about how he went to a pizzeria one time in New York and they were selling pizza by the slice. Yeah. And he was so disappointed because all the slices were big and his slice was small. And he goes, it was the equivalent of what I would have given away had I won the lottery. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> it was the it was the 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 charity slice of pizza. He goes, I wanted the lump sum pizza. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg, R.I.P., my favorite comedian of all time. To this day. Had he not died of drugs, would have been the biggest star since Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. I truly believe that. If I ever won the lotto, I would tell nobody, but there will be signs. <laughs> there will be signs? There will be signs. There'll be, a, there'll be a fleet of caddies in the front? Well, I don't know, man. I'd probably uh, bump up a little bit, something different. You know what's funny about all this? And I know we talk about sports, pop culture, and nostalgia, but let's talk about life right now. Um, I deal in finance, so I work with people's money. And one of the interesting things about it is, is that I get to meet people from all walks of life, from all income levels. And there are some people that I meet who are, you know, 25 years old, getting their first real, real job that is like giving them benefits and whatnot. And they're just making their first investment or, or something like that. And that's cool. And then I work with some people who are very, very, very rich and some who are very wealthy. And what I have found is that oftentimes the ones that do the best for themselves are the ones who have a ton of money but don't look like it. Yeah. Dude, I work with a lot of millionaires who drive Tundras, Tacomas. You know, not the 350, blah, 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 not the sports car, not the whatever. Do you know what they value? They value land. They value... Makes you more money. They value cattle. They value things like that. And that's probably what I would do if I won the lottery. I'd probably go buy a big ton of land and try to get as close to George Strait as possible. <laughs> you know, uh, he lives over there in Cordillera Ranch, just outside of Bernie. And uh, it's it's beautiful land out there. It's beautiful country. Uh, but that's what I would do. I would buy land. And I'd try to buy a piece, a 1% sliver of the San Antonio Spurs just to say that I own it. And I would probably just want to help the community out. Like, I would want to help some of these impoverished uh, school districts, you know, that really don't get a lot of funding and whatnot. Isn't that Austin's fault? <laughs> but I'm just That's saying. not your fault, not their fault, that Austin's fault. But I'm fault. just saying I would help these kids out, you know, because if you if you invest in, in, young, in the younger generation, maybe you're giving them the tools so they can go ahead and get out of that environment that they're in and actually be successful later on in life. Jonathan C. reaches out and says, best advice ever given to me, if your outcome exceeds your income, then your upkeep will be your downfall. Um, another one that I've heard back in the day is, uh, uh, you know, you can become a slave to your own income. You know, if you if you overspend what you do. There's a great line, by the way. Do you ever watch the show Ballers on HBO? I watched a couple of those episodes. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a line. It's it stars uh, The Rock, right? Yeah. There's a line that he says. It says, "quote." Um, 
Don't ever invest in depreciating assets. If it drives, flies, floats, or Fs, lease it. <laughs> I love that line. What a great line. Hey, we're doing sports, pop culture, nostalgia here. We go for about an hour 15. We're talking about doing this as a two-hour show beginning in the next couple of weeks or so. We're still getting around, ironing out the details when it comes to that. Joe did not make fun of me for bringing in a Subway pizza this morning. It was lunchtime. Hey, man, that Subway pizza low-key is good, dude. Dude, everyone laughs when they don't have it. But, you know, you, you get the Subway pizza. Here's how you do it. Whatever they put it in there, just tell them, keep it in there for 15 more seconds. Make it more crispy. Get the pepperoni. Get the spinach. Tomatoes in there. Then I And then when it comes out, you add Parmesan, add some oregano. It's actually pretty damn good. Just a little sprinkle of crushed red pepper. There you go. There you go. But you like the rotating meat over at QT, man. That's your that's your style. Well, the thing I was telling you is like low key the the pizza slices that they have over there at the QT. I live right here off of Petrenko 151, so I go to that QT that's right there, you know, just down the street. Yeah. But man, low key that pizza, man, it's pizza's good. It gets the job done. And not only that, but I was saying like the other thing that's gr good for like grab and go when you don't have time for nothing, you're just putting gas in the car. They're egg rolls, man. They I've hit different. It. They hit different, man. The uh, pigs in the blanket, not bad. Oh, I had those. Uh, they were all right. The, the pizza is good at QT. Yeah. You can go in there, and, and the sandwiches are fine. A little bit on the expensive side, man. They're not Bucky's when it comes to it all. Yeah. <laughs> Tim reached out to us, the community. <laughs> oh, that was Joe. That was Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. I, I, I want it to trickle down, baby. I spend it, then you all figure it out later, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going for another 45 minutes or so uh, real real fast. It is Thursday. You know what that means. We're at Serenity Manor on Thursdays. One Thursday is going to be karaoke. The next Thursday, it is a trivia night, and that's what's going on tonight at Serenity Manor over on Old Bandera Road, 14405 Old Bandera Road in Holotus, right across from... Kind of catty corner, if you will. Kitty corner. From Floor's Country Store. Love Serenity Manor. They have a bar there that serves beer, wine, margaritas. It's a fun time. Karaoke is going to be next Thursday. And if you all want to go, let me know. Go out there with me. Because last time I was there, we had uh, Thomas out there. We had Jason out there. Uh, we had a, a few others out there kind of hanging out with us. I thought Chris Lehan was there. Um, no, he wasn't. Oh, he why. was saying, by the way, if you're going to come out and pour concrete. Dude, it's too damn hot, man. <laughs> it is too damn hot. You need to be inside Serenity, man, 20, drinking beer. Yes, because uh, Chris Leha reached out to me yesterday because 2023 might go down as the year San Antonio, Austin, Laredo, all these cities have the most number of 100-degree temperatures. We're on track to beat that all time. And last year was the second most of all time. Ridiculous. But we're, we're seeing photos right now of Serenity Manor both indoors and outdoors. Next Thursday, I'd like to go there for karaoke night, so meet me out there if you want to go. They usually have a uh, taco truck out there. And again, August 19th and 20th, just two weeks away, they'll have a market day. And some of the photos are showing the market days. It's both indoors and outdoors. Lots of vendors there selling food, selling clothing, dog treats, selling uh, jewelry, all sorts of things like that. That's August 19th and 20th. People reaching out to us on YouTube. Again, if you subscribe to us on YouTube, you can leave a comment and we can read them out in real time. Fred reaching out and says, QT has great food, all kinds. 
That's the thing. I mean, gas station cuisine has changed. It used to be stop and go, right? Oh, it man. used to be Fina. It used to be Diamond Shamrock. Hey, man, and let me tell you, man, when they had those that rotisserie meat just rolling on that stuff, you would not dare eat that because you don't know how long it had been there. Exactly. Now, on the west side, we've got Picnic. Oh, yeah, the Picnic. <laughs> I, I add a little bit of emphasis to There's it There's one. I think it was right here off of Old Highway 90. It's there a is. gas station, dude. Mm-hmm. And low-key, man, their, their tacos in that place are pretty good, dude. You know, someone was telling me the other day about the Laredo Taco Company at some of these gas stations in Corpus Christi. I know there's some here on the way to San Antonio. Oh, yeah, no, San they're Antonio. good, dude. Yeah, if you go by that gas station and it says Laredo Taco Truck or Laredo Taco Company, yeah, that is some good stuff. Now, I'm going to lose some San Antonio points right now because last night for dinner, Oh, no, man, you went to Taco this. Cabana. Oh, I went worse, man. I went worse than that. Went you, worse than Taco oh. Bell. So my wife didn't want to cook last night. I didn't want to cook last night either. So I'm driving around, and I live off of Petrenko near 1604, and it's the same restaurants, man. You know, we go to Sandra's Mexican Restaurant, which used to be a Tinka Taco. There's a Bill Miller's. There's a Whataburger. There's McDonald's. There's Chick-fil-A. There's uh, Panda Express. And on both sides of us, there's a there's a, uh, a KFC opening up over here. And I just told my wife, I was like, I want something different. So I started driving along Petranco, and I got to 151. There's a relatively new shopping center up there. And one of the places that we go there all the time is uh, Chicken Salad Chick. Very good there. Love it. And I never thought I'd go get takeout of chicken salad or, or egg salad ever. But I go there at least once a week to get it, and I have... For the past two months but inside that whole center there there's a place called hot chicken which i've never tried before day's hot chicken yeah that's good dude. is it yeah. it looked good i walked in but next to it is torchies oh heck I, no man i had torchies last night no bro and i don't think i'll ever go again i'm about to cancel you i will go again <laughs> for the margaritas and the chips and guacamole the guacamole is pretty legit man the tacos it just didn't hit right, man. Man, I have to come and join you for this one, man. Like, how in the heck can you, as a, just, as a native San Antonio, I just wanted something going different. To torchies, I just wanted bro. something different. You had Dave's hot chicken just down right there. You could I walk. Asked, I asked my wife to pick between the two, so I'm going to give her half the blame. Oh. But I just wanted something different. And the last time I had torchies was during COVID. My wife and I drove by the rim in the Palladium where they have a torchies over there, and they were having a margarita special. And that was the last time I had it. So I'm not a Torchies guy. Anthony reaching out to us on YouTube. Anyone try Bojangles yet? I almost tried it the other night because I got out of work and I get out of work late, right? So I went and uh, did a Dutch Brothers run with my niece. Yeah. And I saw Bojangles and it was open and there wasn't a long line. Yeah, they have the new one on Petrenko. Yeah. And uh, it is a very, very good spot. It's a good spot. I like it. I haven't tried it, have you? Um, yes, I have. Uh, the one that I didn't like, I didn't like Jollibee's. Jollibee's. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a big fan of that. But let's talk about this food aspect of it all. Because I think that San Antonio has some pretty good fast food options that I think we sleep on. Like, there used to be about two or three years ago, especially on Twitter, this slander towards Bill Miller's. Amen. Dude. I'm a Bill Miller's guy. I understand that the brisket's not as good as Barbecue Station or Rudy's or Black's. I mean, I get that. 
But for a fast food restaurant, gets the job done. Man. It gets the job really, really done well for the breakfast. The breakfast tacos, man, that, they're on point. The dude. pancakes there are pretty good. The biscuits are good. I mean, dude, when it comes to like desserts, whether it be the apple pie, pecan pie, the brownies. Oh my god, the brownies, dude! I will tell you, man, across the street from that, or right across, right next door to the, the Bill Millers, right here on one fifty one, yeah, Westover. They have Laguna Madre. Bro, the key lime pie from that place. Off the <laughs> Laguna, chain, dude. Yeah. Damn. Mario <laughs> on YouTube. Bill Miller's is fast food. Can't complain. That's the thing. Joe reached out. Bill Miller's is puro. Anthony loved Bill Miller's. And there was this slander. There was this slander. And most recently, there have been some complaints about the chicken strips at Bill Miller's, that they're smaller than before. Apparently, that the vendor that they have changed. But let me ask you this. If you're a grown-ass man, why are you buying chicken strips? That's for kids, man. That's for kids, baby. That is for kids. Go get the two-piece or the three-piece from Bill Miller's because I tell you what, Bill Miller's fried chicken is better than Church's. Bill Miller's it's fried good, chicken man. is better than nine out of ten It tastes places. good, though, man. You pair it with the bread that they give you and your jalapeno. Oh. Damn, dude. And there was this slander towards this institution which by the way i lived in corpus for a couple of years there was a bill miller's in corpus just one and it happened to be half a mile from my apartment and i would just roll on up over there off of spid there in corpus christi dude we haven't even started talking about the tea over there you know who hates their tea man who your buddy rudy j man and i give him shit for it oh all he the calls time. it he calls it diabetes <laughs> He goes, they, they, they give you a 32 ounce of diabetes. I gave him shit for that. I told him, Rudy, I'm going to buy you a gallon, a gallon of tea, and I'm just going to put a straw in it. He's all, oh, hell no. He goes, I won't drink it. All this, all this hatred for Bill Miller's. You guys are out of your minds. Best salsa in town. It's not from a taqueria. It's from Bill Miller's. That's made with love. You know, they got abuelas out there who are all cooking. Yeah. You know, abuelitas out there doing all that. But my goodness. Hey, what um, if we get Rudy JT and we won't even tell him it's Bill Miller's? Just put I know. Him in a cup or something. <laughs> Love me, Rudy J, man. Rudy J has lost so much weight. He's all into Dude. keto. When he and I went to Phoenix for Radio Row, um, he was cooking keto meals, man. Just ground beef with broccoli and all that stuff. I mean, he is legit. He has like one day out of the out of the week that he is uh, has a cheat day, and he's legit to that. We climbed that mountain, Piesto a Peak, really out there, and we climbed we scaled it at the very end i mean we're climbing now it's a trail on the way up but the last i'd say 20 feet 25 feet you're actually climbing on your on your fours up to the top and there are photos i posted on there a while back where i was frightened standing up because we were literally on the very point of it all but uh that's an experience i'll never forget rudy j and i do we walked from our house on Petranco all the way to the stout house Damn. Over over here, we we uh, we've done a lot, but man, Rudy right here J, off of Petranco One Fifty One, yeah, Rudy J, man from San Antonio Sports Star is brutal, man. He's a good good guy. I love that man so much, man. He's a great guy. Uh, you know, all my guys over there at San Antonio Sports Star, people think that I have like like I'm angry beef. or beef. <laughs> I love all those guys, man. I hung out with Ryan Eagle Minix and and uh, James Pledger the other day. Yeah, just last week you were watching the fight. That's exactly it. Hey, don't forget to follow. Our good friend, Moneybags, Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's 5. He's the lead Spurs writer for Ken's5.com. We affectionately call him Moneybags because he is puro. He's from San Antonio. 
Uh, but uh, he got fancy with dinner one time, and uh, we gave him crap because of it. Uh, but you can reach out to him and on Twitter at Jeff G Spurzone. Follow him there on Threads at Jeff G Ken's Five SA. And typically during the season, it is daily content when it comes to your San Antonio Spurs. When it comes to the podcast itself, but right now, between now and when things start picking up in October, it's going to be three days a week, right? But it'll pick up to a daily thing again. I'm oftentimes on the show. Joe is oftentimes on the show as well. I'm be on there on, on Friday. You're on there on Friday. Very nice. What are y'all talking about? Uh, I don't know. He hasn't sent me the topic yet, but it's going to air on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's great there. And then also you can follow Jeff on Twitter and on Threads because he provides a lot of daily content when it comes to stories involving the San Antonio Spurs. And there was a big story this morning. It leaked out a few days ago, but it is now official. The AT&T Center is now going to be changed. The name is going to be the Frost Bank Center. Yeah, and we got the graphic. We here. have a graphic here of what it's going to look like, and it looks beautiful. The Let's AT&T see. Center will be no more. The Frost Bank Center, they held a, a press conference today, and uh, Keldon Johnson of the Spurs was out there. And, uh, again, the Frost Bank Center. Frost Bank has a storied history with the Spurs because they helped bring the Spurs to San Antonio from Dallas back in 1972. I believe they helped with the financing aspect of it all. This was the Dallas Chaparrales back in the early 90s. They moved, relocated from Dallas to San Antonio, became the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs were in the ABA, then merged with the NBA. And it all happened due in, partly because of Frost Bank. So it makes perfect sense that they are now going to be the arena name sponsor of the uh, of the arena. It makes perfect sense. Now, what I like about it, our good friend over at Bear County Social Apparel is already coming out and saying that they're going to call this place the freezer. The freezer. I like it. I like the tagline, though. Go frost yourself. Go frost yourself. Like uh, <laughs> how to lose a guy in 10 days, Matthew McConaughey. Um, I'm going to go tell my friends. I'm going to go chill out at the frost. The freezer. The freezer. Mm-hmm. Or should you say it like from like Batman, Mr. Freeze? Mr. The Freeze? Yeah. The freezer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You know, and, and I don't want it to be used against us. You know, if the Spurs have a cold shooting night, I don't want, you know, TNT to give us crap about it and say things got frosty over at the Frost Bank Center. No, we're going to use it on other people. It is our freezer. Okay. We're chilling out at the frost. Go frost yourself. I like that tagline, man. We're going to put it on a shirt. Now, Jeff Garcia from Ken's5.com and also Locked On Spurs podcast. By the way, Locked On Spurs is available on YouTube, so subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also subscribe to wherever you get podcasts. I subscribe on Spotify personally. But let's look at this video from Jeff from uh, a story involving Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is no stranger to water. Tim Duncan comes from the Virgin Islands. And there is a viral video going on right now, and we're, we're playing it right now, a viral video yeah, of him surfing and just being a badass on the surfboard. Just being a complete badass on the surfboard. And I, I don't know who the person was that recorded this video. I want to say it was one of his friends or somebody that he does workouts with. Uh, but he was like, yeah, just chilling in the water next to an NBA legend right here. And it pans over to Tim Duncan surfing. Greatest spur of all time. Yeah. The great it will forever be the greatest spur of all time, no matter what Wemby does. Yeah, I just think I just see the the picture. I'm not seeing the video. I'm waiting for the video. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. It, it actually is pretty there cool. There it is. Now I see the video. All right. So let's 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 go ahead and take a look at it real fast. There we are. I've tried surfing before and I got on the board a few times, but nothing like that, man. Nothing like that. Doesn't like Tim. Seven footer. <laughs> Just hang ten, baby. I used to go surfing quite a bit when I was a kid, man. Yeah. When we used to live in Cali. We used to be out there with one of my cousins. So she would put me on the front of the surfboard. And we would go out there in the morning. It was a lot of fun. It's a great time. By the way, it looks like he's preparing for Point Break Part 3. I know they remade Point Break a while back, so they need to be a sequel to that Keanu Reeves movie from back in the early 90s. Um, I lived in Corpus for a couple of years, as I mentioned, and I took some surfing lessons. And you're not going to get a lot done in Corpus because the waves come at you at, you know, at best three to four feet. You need to go to California or Florida or someplace on the East Coast where the waves are coming in five feet or higher uh, to really get in. Uh, but there was one time that I was riding a wave pretty well, and the waves were a lot higher than normal there in Corpus. And I fell off the board, and I couldn't find the board. The reason why I couldn't find the board was because that sucker went straight up in the air oh, and man. landed on my head. I'm surprised it didn't knock me out, man. I'm surprised Absolutely you didn't get split open. Yeah, could have happened. Yeah, man, that's a what a way to go, man. That does happen to people, though. Yeah, they pass when, out, they yeah. drown. Yeah, they get in that, they get in the in a big wave, and then the wave will kind of like take the board from them. Yeah, and they're just in that little swirl, you know. And then when the when they come back down, and that board's right behind them, boom, and they're done. You know, they'll find the body somewhere, man. So you got to watch <laughs> out. There was one time when I got drunk on the channels over there, uh, the the canals there over there in uh, Port A. And uh, me and my friends, we, we had a house out there. And my goodness, man, I just went all the way up and down the channel. And by the time I woke up from passing out, I was outside of the channel. And I was actually in the water. And people were screaming at me to get out, man. No. I'll, I'll never be 21 years old ever again, man. 21 and stupid. Yeah, man. You know what's locate to you got to watch out for? If you ever go to, like, Port Aransas, anything like that, and you're on the jetties? Yeah. Man, that pink granite is slippery as hell, dude. And if you had a few, you're gonna go in that. You're gonna go in the drink. Yeah. And it, if you're a big boy, it's hard for you to get back up unless you got some help, dude. Do you ever scratch yourself on the barnacles? Oh, like man. the the corpus barnacles are awful, dude. I've had injuries from jellyfish. Oh man, they Just sting the shit one. out of you, dude. Dude, nothing hurts more. They than have that, jellyfish larvae. So when you're at, what was that Rockport? Me and my son were there swimming. And we just got like little stings, you know, on our legs and on our arms. And I'm like, well, what the heck is this? It burns the shit out of us, right? Yeah. It was jellyfish larvae. <laughs> They're like microscopic and tiny, but it still stings the shit out of you. It does. Yeah. Congratulations again to the Spurs and to Frost Bank. Frost Bank Center. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. And as people are mentioning to me right now that Frost Bank was part of the ownership group originally when it came to the San Antonio Spurs coming here from Dallas back in 1972. Now, we're going to go international real quick because thank you again to our listeners at the Acquire Taste. We helped our good friend, former soccer athlete, Katie Goodman, make her way to Australia. She's shadowing FS1, and this is a dream come true, man. This is a, a great opportunity for her out there in Australia. Now, she's already on her way back. Right. Yeah. But she reached out to us and I, I told her, I said, hey, can you do a video for us? And she even offered while she was on our show a couple of weeks ago, 
she was so grateful to our listeners for uh, doing what we could to get her out there. It was an expense. Okay, this is not a job. This is her shadowing so that maybe one day she could get a job with FS1 or any of these people. She's rubbing elbows over there. Uh, but Katie Goodman last night sent me a video, and this is for our listeners here at the Acquire Taste. Here's Katie Goodman from Sydney, Australia. Hello, friends. Just here to give you an update. So it's my last day in Sydney, and it's been amazing. I know I haven't shared a lot of content. It took me a couple days to adjust, but I have a lot of stuff that I'm about to share with you, really cool interviews, um, you know, hikes that I've done, food that I've tasted. I'm actually about to go on a hike right now, so I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, this World Cup has been incredible. It's been an absolutely amazing experience um, just to see these stadiums completely packed out with people is surreal because uh, it makes you realize that the world supports women's soccer and they love it, right? Um, here's women's national team. We've got Sweden coming up around the corner and I'm scared for them because they haven't exactly had the strongest performance. It's been a little shaky. They've just barely gotten by, but you know, at the same time, they've shown some small improvements here and there. So as long as they're improving, moving forward, that's, that's a good thing. Um, but still Sweden, they're known for their set pieces. Look at the last game they had all goals offset pieces. Um, so they're killer. They're awesome. It's going to be a really good game. And I know it's 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. for San Antonio viewers, but I think it'll be worth it. I know I'll be up doing something. So when or where or how, I don't know. Um, I'll probably be wide awake considering my schedule here in Sydney is just now normalizing, of course, the day I leave. But no, it's been absolutely amazing. 65, a little chilly, but nice and sunny. Um, yeah. So again, thank you for all your support and for helping me to get here. That money that everyone donated towards my passport fee really made all the difference. It was that plus some, so it helped with gas. So thank you guys so much. Like, words can't express. And I'm ready to be back. I really am. I'm ready to get back to, you know, put my notes to the grindstone, start doing a lot of my own work again. I miss calling games. I want to get back in the booth. So, yeah, I'll keep you updated on what's next. That's our girl, Katie Goodman, out there in Sydney, Australia. First time ever the Acquire Taste has ever had an international report. Uh, but again, we were instrumental in getting her out there. She's so amazing. And she's looking forward, as she said, to calling games again because she does a lot of games for UIW, variety of different sports, the Houston Dynamo, San Antonio FC. She's all over the place. She works her ass off. We love and respect Katie Goodman. We know that she's going to be a star. And the, the shoulders that she got to, uh, you know, she got to rub shoulders with people over there in Australia with FS1. I know it's going to result in something big for her. So I'm very, very happy for her. And I'm glad that she was able to give that report to us, Joe. Real fast, Jeff Garcia from Locked On Spurs and Ken's Five just uh, reached out to us right now and says part of the whole thing involving the Frost Bank Center with the San Antonio Spurs. His tweet just a few minutes, a few minutes ago says, quote, the Puro Meter is coming next season, Por Vida fans. Starting with the 2023-2024 season, the Frost Bank Center will feature the newly unveiled Frost Club with a, quote, Puro Meter, corridor mural, and game day interactive light show that changes with the volume of the fan noise inside the arena bowl. 
Boodle meter. <laughs> like it. I like it. Dude, I can't wait for the Spurs season to start. Cannot wait. I also can't wait for the NFL season to start as well because, my goodness, Cowboys right now in training, Oxnard, California. They're a week in. And there was a video that went viral yesterday. And it involved Trayvon Diggs, star cornerback. We got his big, he got his big raise the other day. And the captain himself. Well, Zach Barton's the captain, but the other captain being Dak Prescott. And if we can show this video, Dak Prescott in practice, rolling to his right, trying to find a receiver. Didn't find anybody. So he tucks it in. And they call the play dead, right? They're not going to tackle him. He's wearing the red jersey. They can't do that. But Trayvon Diggs goes up to Dak and starts talking smack and just starts going after him. And I had two thoughts about this. One, what message does that send the offense? The other is, what message does that send the defense and maybe even the fans? Because Dak Prescott was interviewed by the Fox TV station in Dallas about this last night and he goes man it's no big deal we're competitors iron sharpens iron goes on to say that he likes this and that, that it's a high level of competition and that he wouldn't expect anything less than this and that he enjoys this first of all Dak prescott has never said anything interesting in his entire life okay so of course he's gonna say that but internally i'd be like stfu man no man that just shows me right there Soft. Who's soft? Dak. Why? You're going to let your boy go and mouth off at you like that. You're the leader of this team, and you're not going to fight back. You know, you're the king. You're just going to take it? You're the king, and you're going to let somebody try to come and take your crown and just mouth off at you and embarrass you in front of your boys. No. You know, again, Dak Prescott's good, but he ain't great. He turned 30 years old last week. We know what we have with Dak Prescott. He is who he is. He's not going to get better. Maybe he won't get worse, but he is who he is. So the question becomes, maybe just maybe he needs people around him to be better. And there are reports out there right now that say that CeeDee Lamb looks amazing right now. That he might turn into a top three type of wide receiver. Now, I saw a lot of Cowboy fans on Twitter, on social media saying, oh, well, he already is. No, he isn't. Okay, he's he's probably top 10, maybe. No, he is easily top 10. CD is probably top seven. Okay, if you want to make the argument five, six, or seven, yeah, I'd buy it, right? But he's not better than Justin Jefferson, at least not yet. He's not better than Jamar Chase. You might even say he's not better than Cooper Cup, right? So there's three right there. You had a fourth one like Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel. I'd rather have them than CD Lamb. But if CeeDee Lamb does take that leap from being the number six or seven wide receiver in the league to being a top three, that helps Dak out tremendously. And then Dak Prescott also has Gallup coming back a year removed from that injury. Got Brandon Cooks. Dennis Houston apparently is looking pretty good out there. So, you know what? I mean, I am buying stock in the Dallas Cowboys right now because the conference, the NFC sucks this year. It sucks this year. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be necessarily in San Francisco. Seattle, I have a lot of faith in Seattle, man. I am buying stock in Seattle. I'm buying stock in Dallas. Eagles are have a terrible, terrible schedule ahead of them. Still a very good team. Yeah, I was just looking at some of the video here, and they had Dak throwing an interception. That was from <laughs> July 31st. 
I'm like, that was a beautiful interception, man, that it, he threw. Yeah, it was batted up in the air. Yeah, no, it was oh, not. Not batted. It was off the off the off the fingers. It, it wasn't even off the fingers. Oh, it not was that no, one. It was nowhere near <laughs> mid season four, baby. Nowhere near mid season. His four. intended target, dude. You know, but it was a beautiful throw because the defensive back just came and he just grabbed it. Okay, here's a question about it all. Why are the Cowboys having camp in Oxnard, California? Because the weather, bro. The weather the is weather. seventy degrees over there. They're playing in so you're telling me that they're gonna get ready for the NFL season in 70 degree weather. Really? What's the point? So they can play a game. You know, let's say they play a game. I don't know who they're playing this year early in the season where it might be 85 degrees out there. Right? But we're gonna play in beautiful 70 degree outdoor weather. I don't think it prepares them for Jack Squat. What are they gonna do if they played if they did practice here at the star, right? If they practiced at the start, practice outdoors. They wouldn't be outdoors, dude. They'd be indoors somewhere. Maybe that's why they're soft. Possibly, man. They got to be in the elements. You know, you got to be out there. Because I remember when we used to play football, the coach let you drink out of the manguera, dude. And he said, <laughs> if your ladies want water, you got to work for it. Okay. Water is a luxury. Look at this. September 24th, they play in Phoenix. You think them playing in Oxnard, practicing in Oxnard is going to make that happen? Come on, man. Go outside. Have some balls and actually play in the elements. Windy, rainy. Get them ready for the actual season, man. Man, if they played in this Texas heat, you'd have people passing out, dude. Dude, there are marching bands. We have one of our listeners who is a band director at Madison High School who is outside right now in 105-degree weather with his marching band. That my boy Wesley Perkins, man. That's He's, him. Yeah. That's him. And in the meantime... This, this team is out there in 70-degree high temperatures in Oxnard, California. And, oh, by the way, in the morning, it's 58. If there's anything that might not prepare them for the upcoming season or for future seasons is the fact that they go to California for that weather, for that money to shore up that fan base over there. It is ridiculous. They should be out there in 105-degree weather. You know why? Because I know who is out there in that 105-degree weather. MCS Contracting is out there in that weather. They dared me to go out and pour concrete with them. Uh, but as I uh, told Chris Leha from MCS General Contracting, uh, I'm an indoor dog. I'm an indoor dog. You're an indoor dog, but you leave the dogs outside? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. You can reach out to MCS General Contracting, 210-774-9155. We're trying to ingrain it in your head that when you need concrete placement services, I don't care if it's a slab for a house, if it's a slab for a business, if it's for a driveway, a driveway extension, a patio extension, a concrete patio extension, if you're trying to build a parking lot, MCS General Contracting is the company you want to go with. And if you're building a swimming pool and you're like, hey, the company I'm hiring, who's who's providing the concrete? Make sure that it's MCS General Contracting because you want it done right. Not didn't say cheap. I said do it right. Again, MCS General Contracting 210-774-9155. Chris Leha of MCS General Contracting reaching out to us on YouTube saying, quote, my brother said our next early pour or indoor pour, Jimenez is coming out. Okay, an indoor pour, I'll be there. I want to see you with those freaking boots on, dude. Exactly. What do I wear? You gotta wear. You gotta wear some old jeans. You gotta wear an ugly shirt because the concrete's gonna get everywhere. You're gonna have to wear those rubber boots, and you're gonna have to 
tuck your jeans <laughs> the inside boots. of them. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to wear a flannel shirt. Makes me look like I'm going to a Pearl Jam concert, but I'm really pouring concrete. Better wear the gloves, the mm -hmm. you know, the hard hat, the whole thing, the glasses. I'll do it. Leha, I'll do it, man. If you guys continue to sponsor us, I will do it. Jonathan C. reaching out saying he does it again. Beautiful segue, Mike. I remember doing a segue at San Antonio Sports Star one time. Several times, but the first time Rob Thompson looked at me and said, now that was a professional segue, my man. <laughs> a professional grade segue. He was like, you startled me right there. But uh, sometimes the show kind of comes in in into play. And it's so funny because uh, my brother-in-law, Mike, who, by the way, likes to stir the pot a little bit on a lot of the comments. Yeah. Um, he one time asked me the other day, how much do you prepare for the show? And back in the day doing a radio show, I would prepare for hours, right? Because we had certain segments, 12-minute segment commercial, 12-minute segment commercial, Gotta right? Got to do an ad read. Got to do an, yeah. yeah. And here we're just riffing for an hour and 15, hour and a half, soon to be two hours, right? I don't prepare as much. You get more of real me because I'm not preparing as much. And we just kind of let the listeners dictate the flow of the show. They man. do. Dude, speaking of which, we had a poll yesterday, and I got to see if it finished. The poll was about which team are you cheering for, the Texas Rangers or the Houston Astros? And it was coming down to the wire when it came to it all. Let's see here. The poll results are Texas Rangers won 51% to 49%. 156 people voted in my poll on Twitter at MJ Acquired Taste. I'm telling you, man, people are excited about this Rangers team this year. Yeah, The Rangers and Astros both won yesterday, so the, the Rangers maintain a half-game lead atop the AL West right there. The Rangers, both of them are looking like they're going to make the playoffs. I know the Angels are lurking. The Angels are making moves just like the Astros and Rangers did. The Rangers got Max Scherzer. Astros got uh, Verlander. Uh, earlier this week, we had Framber Valdez throw a no-hitter. Uh, I understand what's going on when it comes to the arms race for the AL West, but I firmly believe Texas and Houston will both be in the playoffs. The question just becomes, which team is going to be the one that uh, is in first place and doesn't have to play the wild card? Yeah, speaking of wild cards and your polls and whatnot, we got to start getting into some of the thirst trap Thursday news. We'll get to that in a moment. We'll yeah. get we'll get to that in a moment. You know the uh, the thirst trap Thursday. Um, I wonder how, by a show of hands, listeners, reach out to us right now. Leave a comment right now. Do you like it when we talk about thirst trap stuff, or is it just being nasio and you'd rather do without? Because don't get me wrong, I, I want to get viewers to tell me what they think about it, you know? Because I don't want to be where it's like, come on, Jimenez, every day? Or do we just have to be Nessio just like once or twice a week? What do you think, Joe? I just think it's just once a week. Yeah, but people are over here saying horny Jimenez. <laughs> like, where did that come from? I don't know, man. Maybe it's because you're cochino most of the day. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, man. You know, I... I uh, you may call me that all the time, but all I do all day long, all day, every day is just follow my wife around like a puppy dog. That's basically what I do. Max Scherzer on the mound tonight takes the Rangers money line, according to John C. over here. That's a big deal. Can Scherzer show up? I mean, Scherzer, obviously, a former Cy Young Award winner. This is a very, very good pitcher, but he's on the tail end of his career. The same thing goes 
with Justin Verlander, tail end of his career too. You know, and it's so interesting to see that the Rangers and Astros are both going to rely on these old arms. But you might say that they're old, but they also have seen the battles. They've gone out into the playoffs. They've done, they've done well over the years. And right now, I'm cheering for the Astros to lose. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm cheering for the Rangers, man. The Rangers are my team. They were my team growing up, but no. Rudy Gonzalez reached out and says, you're Nessio every day, thirst trap and dak trap all the time. Dude, it's funny because, by the way, I saw your posts on Facebook, Rudolph Gonzalez, happy birthday. I believe he turned 50 years old. Happy, happy Damn, birthday to you. Half half of the century already, man. I know, man. Now I got to play the back nine of your life, man, because you're going to make it to 50. You're going to make it to 100, baby. That's the way you got to believe. Yeah. That's the way you've got to believe. Um, the whole Dak Prescott thing, I don't hate Dak Prescott. I just know what he is. Like, it, it, it's, it's kind of like, um, if we're going to do a thirst trap analogy here, there are pretty girls, and then there's Kate Upton. There are pretty girls, and then there is AT&T Lily. There are pretty girls, and there is a fill-in-the-blank, right? That doesn't mean that they're not pretty. It just means that they're not as pretty. When you, when you yeah. compare Dak Prescott to Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott to Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott to Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott to, you know, Josh Allen, whomever, right? There's probably like five or six of them. There's no comparison. The, I got the a tier good one level's not the same. I got a good one for you. You're going to compare Dak Prescott to like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the good slice of bread. Dak Prescott is the, 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 butt, the butt end, dude. The, <laughs> the butt end of the <laughs> The butt end that nobody wants. <laughs> dude, and all these people reaching out to me and saying that, uh, you know, um, that we enjoy the butt end of the bread. That's all crap, man. It is crap. Hey, man, that low, that that butt end of the bread, man, that's where you, like I said, you get that Mexican hot dog, man. Yeah. Hey, well, one of the players for the Rangers, though, that we need to give some love to uh, is Josh Jung from San Antonio. Went to MacArthur High School. Batting 272 on the year, 27 home runs, 64 RBI. He's in the running right now for Rookie of the Year. And I was taking a look at the Vegas odds yesterday. Currently ranked third now when the year started from april through june april through mid-july he was considered to be the number one choice for rookie of the year according to las vegas but he has fallen to number three there's like a three-way race for that honor right now in the american league all right before we go to thirst trap thursday let's give some love to cynthia j sanchez of j par real estate and I, I was talking to my sister the other day, my youngest sister, and she was like, man, I was listening to the show the other day, and you were mentioning how I had to spend $35,000 in repairs to my rental property. And I've reached out to Cynthia J. Sanchez, and I've asked the question, what do I do with my rental property? Uh, do I sell it? Because my tenants are moving out. They were, there was a health issue. Do I sell it, or do I rent it out? And she was like, well, Michael, you know, honestly, since you signed that lease with them, Originally, a year and a half ago, rent prices have gone up. So you should raise rent because why would you screw yourself over? So instead of charging $1,450, maybe charge $1,650, charge $1,700. So I'm having these conversations with Cynthia J. Sanchez of JPAR Real Estate. She also told me, hey, that house, I could sell it for $244 easy. Maybe get $250 for it. You know, based on your equity 
and after you pay taxes, after you pay all this stuff, because you don't pay taxes on a primary residence, but a rental property you do. Maybe just maybe you pocket six figures, hundred grand, hundred and ten grand, you know, put things away for your kids' college and all of that stuff. So we're having this conversation between me and my wife. Uh, but my wife, that was the house that she bought before we got together. And therefore, I kind of feel like it's not my place. You know, so I've told my wife, whatever you want to do, if you want to cash out, great. If you want to just keep renting it out, fine. But these are the conversations that you can have with Cynthia, Cynthia J. Sanchez if she is your realtor, because it's not a realtor situation where you buy a house and then that's the end of the relationship. It is the beginning of the relationship because chances are it might be a starter home and you might want to get a, a second home later on. Chances are you might want to get a, an investment property. Chances are you might want to dabble in an Airbnb or you want to do something a little bit different. Cynthia J. Sanchez is the person you want to turn to. She's been in business for 16 years and can get you going when it comes to buying real estate all over the San Antonio area. She worked at USA for many, many years. So if you're from USAA, she speaks your language. Really big into the faith-based community, really into the military community. You're buying a home, selling a home. You want it done right. Go to Realtor.com. Look her up. Cynthia J. Sanchez. Go read the reviews. I'm going to go ahead and, and let you know they're five stars. Five stars across the board for how she handles the situation, how alert she is to things, how, how she communicates, and all of that. She does not pressure people into buying homes. She wants to make sure that you're not only her realtor for 2023, but she's also your realtor for 2028, 2033, and so on and so forth. Cynthia J. Sanchez, J. Park Real Estate, 210-273-0748. And I know that there's one of our listeners, one of our daily listeners who reached out to me the other day. We were having dinner, and you said you were looking at buying a house. And you said, maybe I should give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call. And I said, maybe. No, 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 no. You should. 210-273-0748. You know, if you want to give us some love, you can buy us a beer. Joe, yeah. explain the whole thing about buy us a beer because I have a hard time kind of explaining it. Yeah, the buy us a beer is just saying that you like what we do and you're going to go ahead and support the show. You're giving us a tip, you know, just like you would do your your waitress or your waiter. You know, if you're getting service yeah. that you you deem is appropriate. So, subscribe. You know, we, yeah. don't, we don't charge for a subscription to no. the show. You can... Watch us on YouTube for free or Facebook or Twitter or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart app. You can do all of that for free. But if you want to throw us a few bucks and say, hey, we like what you do, grab some lunch. We like what you do. Here's a beer for this Sunday, this Saturday, whatever the case may be. The QR code is right there if you want to do it. And uh, we appreciate it because really we're not going to go buy a beer with it. Chances are we're going to reinvest it within our company here. Buy us a beer. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash acquired taste or hit the qr code and uh, bless us with a five buck donation if you will uh i kind of feel a little naked when i ask for this uh, yeah, i kind of feel like it's an only fan situation yeah, i say we're not on only fans i know do i have to show one oh, man. oh my shirt doesn't go all the way down dude bro <laughs> <laughs> man and we got the bias of uh, a coffee bias a beer thing from the mike taylor show and uh, Mike Taylor was watching his program because I subscribed to Mike Taylor as well. Yeah. And I uh, was watching the show. And I saw him do that. And I was like, dude, what's this buy me a coffee? And he's like, well, let's, you said, let's change it to buy us a beer. Let's yeah. be a little bit different about it. 
Uh, no, but we got our idea from Mike Taylor. Mike Taylor does a fantastic show. Subscribe to him on YouTube. The Mike Taylor show. You know who he is. The Radio Mercenary. Thunderdome, baby. Go subscribe to him if you haven't already. That's one of the things that I've noticed, though, is that uh, when I talk to Mike about our base of listeners, Thunderdome versus whatever we're going to call ours, we need to have a name. Yeah, we do. We need to have a name. You know what? That's going to be a thing that we can have our listeners do. Nominate a name for us that is not Thunderdome, but something similar. We got to name ourselves something because there's not an overlap. Like Mike has his listeners, I have my listeners, and there might be a sliver, maybe 5%, who actually listen to both. And people are already reaching out to us. Mike Baez of Bear County Apparel. Bear County Apparel, by the way, Social Apparel, is going to be one of the sponsors of the Fantasy Gods, which gets going this Sunday with Brandon Big Poppy Medina. We've got Mudslinger's Coffee. A drive through Coffee is also uh, sponsoring, uh, along with Matt Pecker Brewery. Mike Baez bringing up the name on a Thirst Trap Thursday of Sydney Sweeney. Okay, Sydney Sweeney. Um, I've seen her on The Lotus, I think is what it is. Yeah, and Euphoria. And, and Euphoria. Um, okay, let's just cut to the chase, Baez. If we're going to be doing this whole brackets of hotties throughout the decades, and we're going to do it like the Eras Tour, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, the 2020s. In the 2020s, Sydney Swinney would be a one seed. And it ain't even close. She might be the number one overall seed right now. And she 2020s. likes to work on cars too, man. So if you're a car lover. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Man, that's your girl. That's your girl. She's a very good actress. Uh, I've only seen season one of Lotus. Euphoria, I never got into. I don't know if it's a chick show or what, but I never it's, got into it. My kids and my wife were watching it, and they made me watch it, and I was like, it's all right, man. But I just know it's Cochino. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it, right? Yeah, you got there's a lot of Cochino stuff going in, going on in the show. All right, so what's... Uh, I got a homie to... Uh, let's see. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted to read this because uh, whenever people read... Re, uh, re, uh, have a comment for us sometimes they're good and sometimes they're paragraphs long uh, people were asking the question about uh, real estate and whatnot saying that dudes always get screwed because of a divorce um you know more often than not that is the case you know the the law more often than not does side with the the mom look we got an offer here from christopher leha after you finish pouring concrete when you all ready to go have a beer let me know i got you all chris leha of mcs contracting yes sir i'm down for it but uh, here's the thing, and you know, it, it's let, let's not do any of that, dude. Let's not yeah, let's scroll nah, through that. Nah. Let's, let's scroll through that. Um, I'm a big fan of Mike Taylor show. I am. He does a good job, and it was a very interesting show that he had yesterday, and I thought he did a good job yesterday handling the situation. I think he had, did a really good job, and uh, so we need to have a name just like Thunderdome. We have to have a name. And people are reaching out to us saying the Cochinos. No, we're not going to do that. The Necios. No, we're not going to do that one either. We're not going to do that one either. But, <laughs> my goodness. All right, let's go ahead and start Thirst Trap Thursday. Thirst Trap Thursday. Didn't we, see the time. We present your fighters. Choose your fighters. So go ahead and describe who we're looking at right now. Yeah, you have uh, Miliana Van Trump. Other, otherwise known as Lily, AT and T Lily, the AT and T commercials, and then you have 
the T-Mobile girl from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And that's all that's all we know about her. So you have built for speed or or built for comfort. Now, which one would you say is built for speed? T-Mobile girl, man. T-Mobile girl is yeah, it. Yeah, man. Uh, both of them are dimes, by the way. Both of them are tens. But let's just let's just be honest. AT and T Lily is a two seed for the twenty twenties. Lily, Lily's number one in my book, man. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, I don't mind. AT and T Lily how, brings it, dude. How can you say no, man? And you know what's so funny is that she just recently had a kid, by the way. But what I find interesting about her story, uh, immigrant A, that's one thing. But B, she talks about the fact that in her commercials, she's really dressed up, buttoned up, because she was kind of like, I don't know, it was it was one of those things where she kind of felt like the pressure of, of people looking at her type of thing. But she's still so very popular. She's very funny. I mean, she's a comedic actress oh, yeah, on is. top of it all. Now, one that I would not consider to be a thirst trap, but has had a long career doing the same role. Explain to me how Flo, oh, the progressive girl, is still doing her thing. She was in the show Mad Men, by the way, many, yeah, many, was. many, many years ago. But Tim Gonzalez reaching out saying T-Mobile Girl's a two-seed. Chris reaching out and saying it's Lily. Dude, it's Lily all day, every day, dude. Lily won by a landslide. Yeah, dude, it, it would be 90% to 10% Lily. That That's uh, most definitely, man. Look at Frank over here, man. Taste Buds. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our new name, the Taste Buds. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. bro. It, it, now, that just sounds so bad. And for someone to say that Lily's a five seed is obviously blind. What? Obviously blind. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to read that. Let's move along. Thursdays is also you call it day. So ask us a question and we'll answer you answer it for you. We've got about six or seven minutes to go on the show. Um, it says name a favorite flick from each of the decades, starting with the 70s. All right. All right. Top of the head. This was uh, asked by Jesus. All right. 70s. Favorite movie of the 70s has got to be probably Rocky. And I climbed the Rocky steps last year out there in Philadelphia. I think Rocky is my favorite movie of the 70s. My favorite movie of the 80s is probably a tie between Field of Dreams and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Kind of like war games a lot, too, by the way. Uh, in the 90s, Shawshank Redemption. When did Boogie Nights come out? Oh, man. Boogie Nights? Um, early 2000s. 97. Was it 97? 97. So I'll say Boogie, and Boogie Nights, and then I'll say oh, yeah, Round, Rounders was also one of those movies. Early 2000s, uh, Social Network. Was a really good movie. One of the few books that I've ever read in my entire life turned it into the social network. And in the 2010s, I can't think of anything. Man, in the how 2010s. can you forget Swingers, man, from back in no, Swingers 1996? 96. I mean, yeah. that's one of those rewatchable movies that I have there. I'm drawing a blank right now in the 2010s as far as the movies that I think were the best of, of, of the decade. Here, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to cheat real fast. I'm going to look up best movies of the 2010s according to imdb over here rolling stone magazine came up with it do you like black panthers listed on there and all this um you know avatar and all that stuff that never did anything for me man it never did anything for me 
Black Panther was listed as the 50th best movie of the 2010s, according to um, Rolling Stone. But if you go into the top 10 of what they have here, let's see if I've even seen any of these. Carol was number 10. What the hell's Carol? I don't know. I'm going to move on to the next topic here. Other question someone has, do you like Bill Murray? I don't like Bill Murray at all. I love Bill Murray. Love Bill Murray. I mean, you go all the way back from Caddyshack to Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2, uh, Scrooged, Groundhog Day, Lost in Translation. Greatness. He's great. Matt reaches out and asks the question, if you could go back in time and prevent any player from any sport from getting injured, what career are you saving? Um, I'm going to say, well, there's three recent examples in the past 25 years, and I'm going to try to narrow it down. One is Andrew Luck. And I saw the Colin Cowherd show the other day where Colin Cowherd was trying to justify the idea of Andrew Luck being a Hall of Famer, even though he only played like six years. Um, then there's Derek Rose. There's also Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway. I know one that I would definitely like try to save from injury. You can go back in the day and say Gail Sayers, but who, who are you nah, talking man. about? Man, Bo Jackson, bro. Oh my God. Yes, I second the motion. I second the motion. It's it's Bo Jackson. But if I was to say one last 25 years, though, it would be Grant Hill. Maybe oh, not even man, maybe man, not man. even 25 years, probably 30 years ago. His Grant career Hill. was really cut short. Bo Jackson, though, amazing. I mean, probably the greatest athlete of our lifetime playing but not only football but baseball i still remember him as a kid watching tv dude when he ran across the fence to catch the ball in the outfield when yeah, he was he playing for up. kansas city the greatest bo jackson play is that throw he had from i want to say it was from somewhere in the outfield was he a right fielder he was a right fielder right yeah there was a throw that he threw out somebody at home he threw out harold reynolds who's an espn analyst and Harold Reynolds was trying to score, um, trying to trying to round third for home, and it's it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time he'd be safe. And Bo Jackson, because of its crappy nineteen eighties video, and whoever was directing the the, the video, the, directing that play on the on the telecast, had a brain fart. Yeah, but Bo Jackson threw that dude out from the warning track damn the ball didn't bounce joe he threw the ball on target to the catcher 330 feet on a line straight into the glove to get him out man bo jackson was built different dude dude i don't know if you've ever seen that play but my god it's one of the most amazing plays you'll ever see in baseball history and harold reynolds was there looking like what the, what, hell just, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and Harold Reynolds wasn't a slow player. Uh, we'll do a last question that we have here. And this is from Tim Gonzalez, who's actually on our, our thread right now, asking the question, what movie will you watch, rewatch, that gives you an A-plus every single time? Okay, A-plus movies every single time? You mentioned one, Joe, Swingers. Yeah. I mean, I can quote that movie, Swingers. Uh, I love Field of Dreams so much. The movie Major League is an A-plus movie that I'll watch over and over and over again. That movie's so good. Joe Boo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't get hit now. I do it myself. 
Every time we get a win, we peel off a section. A piece. We, we peel off a piece. I mean, who is the best character in that movie? Man, the other uh, movie that low-key is, is also funny and good, but has a smoking hot Kelly LeBrock, Weird Science. Bro. Weird Science. That's a great movie. Chet. Chet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I think we just brought up a good topic for tomorrow. And this is a poll question that, that is begging to be asked. Who's the best character of the movie Major League? Is it is Wild it Wild Thing? Th- is it Wild Thing? <laughs> is it Roger Dorn? Is it Harris, the old man with the Crisco and the Vagisil? Is Wesley it Pedro Serrano? Is it Willie Mays Hayes? <laughs> is it the is it the skipper? Is it the 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 owner who wants to move? Is it Harry Doyle, the uh, the announcer, played by Bob Euchre? I mean, and Bob Euchre had a great voice, you, you, dude. I mean, he, he's a he's a real life uh, play by play guy. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, you can you can name eight or nine or ten characters from that movie. And you know, when I do a poll on Twitter, they only give you four options, right? Yeah. Somehow or another, we're gonna have to figure this out. Who's the best character of that movie? Because it's such a perfect movie. And then you have the whole thing with with uh, who, who, what was the catcher's name? Uh, it was Tom Berenger's character. Oh, I don't remember the name of the catch catcher. Major League catcher. He's got. Let's see. Here. Yeah, Major League cast here. I can't all believe I forgot that. Jake Taylor. Ah, there you go. So is it Wild Thing? Jake Taylor. Lou Brown, the coach, Rachel Phelps, Eddie Harris, Haywood. Dude, one of the lines from, from that movie, by the way, I don't know if it was from, I think it was Major League Two, where the guy goes, hey, man, how's your wife and my kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that. I like this, Jonathan C. Just, Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. Tomorrow, we will have a rundown on the pop culture nostalgia side. The movie Major League. This is perfect because it's now August and people now give a shit about baseball. Rangers and Astros, only a half game difference between the two. We'll talk about the movie Major League tomorrow. Best scenes, best lines, best characters. Might have to have a poll on this somehow or another. You're gonna have to watch two movies, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you watch these two movies. Let's hear. It. You're gonna have to tell me which one you like more, and they're they're kind of. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to see it. Angels in the Outfield, never and the it. Rookie. Oh, the Rookie is that with uh, Dennis Quaid? No, no, it's another one. It's a different movie. You're gonna you're you're gonna you'll you'll see when I show it to you. Okay. Yeah. Very very nice. I'll do a movie review on Monday on that. Hey, thank you so much for listening, by the way. Again, we're available on YouTube. Subscribe. Before you log out, hit the like button. Hit the like button and make sure to subscribe and share it. Let people know. Spread the gospel of the Acquired Taste. Let people know that we do exist and that this show is up and running, happening August 6th. Don't forget Sunday, The Fantasy Gods with Brandon Big Poppy Medina. We're already in talks right now about putting together a Dallas Cowboys podcast, an MMA podcast. And we have conversations with other people that we're, that we're still in the mix with. It's been fun. Joe Garcia, the man with the plan, putting us on Apple Podcasts, putting us on Spotify, putting us on the iHeart app. Thank you so much for what you do. This has been a fun show. Sometimes the best shows are the ones you don't plan. Yeah, man. It's just you just sit here and just riff and talk. It's having fun. We should do it on a Friday drinking beers too, man. Buffalo Trace it is. There you go. That's Joe. My name's Mike. 
This is the Acquired Taste. See you guys tomorrow.